Well, praise God, everybody. I am Pastor Holman, and thank you again for joining us for our 10-minute table talk. And today I want to talk to you from the subject of the Lord will fight for you. I'm a very familiar passage in Exodus chapter number 14, specifically verse 14, where God tells Moses to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The background of this text was familiar to those of us who have sat in church. We know that at this particular point in time, Moses is leading approximately about 1.5 million Hebrews out of the land of Egypt. And he's leading them out of a place where they have been slaves, they have been making bricks for 12 to 16 hours a day, and were doing very hard labor under the thumb of Pharaoh. And God sends the emancipator Moses before Pharaoh to ultimately say, let my people go. Pharaoh at first began to uh, deny the very uh, thing that God wanted him to do. And so God sent forth 10 plagues upon Egypt. The last one being the killing of the firstborn son. And as Pharaoh lost his firstborn son, he beckons Moses back into his chambers and says to the children of Israel to leave Egypt. And there it is. They now begin to pack all of their items and begin this long trek from Egypt to the promised land. Moses is at the front of the caravan leading this great number of people to the promised land that God has called for them to do. And then out of nowhere, Pharaoh seemingly gets a change of mind as he is no doubt sitting in his chambers thinking about the death of his firstborn son. He begins to uh, doubt the, the command to let them go. And in chapter number 14, verse number 12, he begins to pursue them to bring the children of Israel back to Egypt. The scripture says that when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them and that they were so afraid that the children of the and that the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And then they said to Moses this, listen to what they said, because there are no graves in Egypt. Have you brought us out all the way into the wilderness to die? Why have you dealt with us in this way that we should die in the wilderness? The children of Israel, all 1.5 million of them, after being freed from the bondage of Israel, out of Egypt, are now looking at the great emancipator after seeing Pharaoh chase them back down. And no doubt in their minds, they are fearful because they have to go back to the life that they were just freed from. And they look at Moses, who at one point in time was the great emancipator, now is the object of their persecution. And what caused them to have such a change of heart? They were scared. They looked at the outward circumstances and they saw Pharaoh chasing them with their armies. They saw the mountains on both sides and they seemingly saw no way out. And their immediate response was fear. And how did they respond in fear? The same way many of us respond in fear, irrationally. They said unto the great emancipator Moses, have you brought us this entire way for us to die in the wilderness? They were afraid. As you're looking at all of today's events, it is very tempting to be afraid. When the number has now gone over 200,000 people here in the United States of America who have died from coronavirus, the temptation is to become afraid. 
when you're seeing that there are new spikes in, t- in different cities, when that there's new protocols that have to be laid out, that there may be an opportunity for the economy and the world to shut down again, we're tempted to become afraid. We're tempted to look at our neighbor with a not so pleasant eye, when a cough may be heard out of the side of our ears. When we see somebody walk into an industry or a place without a mask, we are tempted to become afraid. And fear makes us do irrational things. The children of Israel looked at Moses and said, Moses, are you going to allow us to die in the wilderness when we could have just as easily died in Egypt? They said, well, since we're going to die, what was the purpose of us leaving Egypt in the first place? We should have just died as slaves. Fear makes you irrational. But they cried out to the Lord and the Lord heard their cry. In verse number 13, Moses said to the people these common words, do not be afraid. I love that about Moses because many of us, upon hearing those insults coming our way, upon people that supposedly said that they love us would have responded in a much different tone than Moses did. But here's what Moses said. He did not get irate. He did not cuss the people out. He did not throw the spear their way. He simply said, be not afraid. He showed leadership. And in the face of adversity and in the face of fear, real leaders rise to the top. Moses showed them in himself what they should be experiencing in them. He said, do not be afraid. I want you to think about this, that Moses saw the same thing that the children of Israel saw. He could look back under that large caravan and see Pharaoh's armies chasing them. He could look to the same left and right and see mountains and swelling them on both sides. He saw the exact same thing that the people that he was leading saw. However, the leader responded differently. And in this time right now we're in, in 2020, we have a vacuum of leadership, of leaders who are standing up, who are seeing the same things that are being reported on the news and on news cycles, but are calming the people that are supposed to be following them. Because if you're going to be a leader, you're going to have to calm the people that are following you. Take notes from Moses here in chapter number 14, verse 13, when he tells to the children of Israel, I don't want you guys to be afraid. Be not afraid. And then here's the reason why he told them. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. There's an animal, um, a very disgusting animal in my own opinion, but he's a possum. And when this possum gets into a particular situation, he lies on the ground and appears to be dead. And when his particular predator will come and start proning him, he lies there in a completely still position as though he's dead. And what the predator will eventually do is walk past him. I want you to see this. The, the, the possum avoids the predator by being still. And here's what Moses told the children of Israel. Just be still. What a word that is for 2020. Just be still. God's got this. 
God has got everything in the palm of his hand. He tells them, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. If we stand still and try not to fight our own battles in our own strength, we will see the salvation of the Lord happening right here in the midst of a global pandemic. We will see men and women and boys and girls come to salvation in droves when we as people of God stand still. When we don't engage in the same attacks that we see happening and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, we will not only see that, but we'll also see the glory of the Lord. Moses told them, don't be afraid. And saints of God, if you're listening to this right now, I want to encourage you. I know what the numbers say. I know that we have people that have access to health care and to means by which normal people don't. We just seen that a couple of days ago. I know it's easy to get frustrated. I know it's easy to look at the things on TV and throw up your hands and say, well, what's the point? I know it's easy to stick our head in the sand and to disengage. I know that that may seem like the right thing to do, but I want to admonish you with the words of Moses. Don't be afraid. Just be still. And then after he tells them that, I want you to hear what he tells them. He says, the Lord will accomplish for you something today. The Egyptians who you see today, you will no longer see again. The Lord will fight for you if you hold your peace. What does this mean in 2020? Um, everybody, as you're looking at 2020 and all the things from January all the way up until October, there are many things that will cause us to be afraid. When you're not sure about how to pay the bills, when the ends are not meeting, you're tempted to be afraid. When somebody close to you has gotten a, di a diagnosis of COVID-19, you're tempted to be afraid. When you know somebody who is suffering from that disease and maybe will be on the other side of that disease, you're tempted to be afraid. When schools are closing down again, businesses may not reopen, you're tempted to be afraid. But we know something that the world does not. We know that God holds everything in the palm of his hand. And just like Moses and the children of Israel faced very real danger with Pharaoh's army facing them, the Red Sea in front of them and mountains on, on both sides, it was very real danger. It was not an imagined danger. It was very real danger. COVID-19 is real. Social unrest is real. Political confusion is real. Those are very real things that we have to pay attention to. But in the midst of it all, here's what we need to believe. We don't need to be afraid because God has got us. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Moses takes his staff as God says, Moses, what's in your hand? He sees his staff. He hits the ground. And then this big red sea that 1.5 million people are standing in front of opens from east to west. And the Bible says not only did they walk across on dry ground, they didn't even get mud in their sandals. God provided safe passage in the midst of danger. Think about that. As you meditate on what's going on, think about that God provided safe passage to his children in the midst of danger. In the midst of fear, God was a way out. And so saints, don't get overwhelmed. Don't lose your way in this time. 
If you've been called to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, know that he has you. He's not going to put more on you than what you're able to bear. He's not going to leave you to the vices of the enemy. He's going to be with you everywhere that you go. And so he says, finally, that you shall hold your peace. The Bible tells us that if God be for us, it's more than the entire world against us. The Bible says that nothing shall separate us from the love of God. The Bible tells us that when the enemy comes in like a flood, God will raise up a standard against them. That we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Psalm 92, that no plague shall come near thy dwelling place. God has promised that he's going to take care of us. You're in capable hands if you're in God's hands. So I want to encourage you to be still. Don't be afraid. God is fighting this battle for you. Be encouraged.